Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the Jaymore Connection, Inc. And the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Gentlemen, it is another fine evening, and you know, with just can you believe that it's going to be Halloween in just about a week? Next Monday will be Halloween, so um, we'll be broadcasting after all the little ghosts and goblins have come around and um, eaten all the candy, or maybe have done their uh, trunk or treats, which is now the safer way of. Um, doing Halloween because everyone that goes is very controlled. People come in cars and have to be registered and checked in as well as the the kids that come have to be checked in so they know who's coming and they have to be registered way of making sure everybody stays safe. Um, but enough about that for tonight. So when I was thinking about, you know, what to talk about tonight, we've had a and can you tell us more about software? And there's so much we can tell you about software. But one of the questions that was coming up um, a little bit toward the end of last week how do we use Excel to be more productive than we already are? I mean, a lot of you know how to use something. And the big question I'm sure you're asking yourself is, you know, how it can use real-life environment situations. Yes, we can put numbers in them. Yes, we can add them. We can subtract them. We can do all kinds of things. What can we do in Excel, right? And how powerful is Excel? Is it just a table that we can put numbers in? Well, Excel is a lot of stuff we can do. But what I wanted to do is maybe talk to you about some of the functions that are used in Excel that can actually There's one function in Excel called the, it's actually called the count function. So the count function um, is actually a, um, it's a function. And what we can actually do with it, it's pretty cool. Uh, we can actually do a, um, we can actually do a, uh, a function such as like count, uh, left bracket, and then we can go ahead and put in, um, Let's say I'll put an A1, and I could put A1 in there. And the thing about how the way the way how count works is, so if you do function, okay, and you do count, and then you say so equal sign, count, and I go ahead and do B1, okay. So I'm going to start over here, and I'm going to do count, and I'm going to do B1. tabulate 
the number, it would actually count all those numbers up. Very easy and very, very simple to do. So you're probably saying, John, you know, why would I want to use a count function? And, you know, that's a really, really good question. Why would I want to use it? I, I, I think you want to use it because it'll actually give you a lot of flexibility to do things you normally couldn't do. Um, and um, the thing about count is, you see, I guess, magic behind Excel is understanding how to use these different functions. And once you can learn how to use these different functions, you can find that Excel can do a lot more for you. For example, let's talk a little bit about how the count function works. So we could take count, okay, and we could say count A1 to A6. So going back in my example, I have just had Excel open, by the way, and I could say count, uh, I'm going to count B1 to B10, okay? And the way that's going to work is it's going to go ahead and it's going to count uh, basically everything in those ranges. So it counts the number of cells that contain numbers and counts the numbers within the list of arguments. So you can use the function you can use it to get the number of fields that are in a range. It's really, and you could use it really easily if you just wanted to find out, for example, how many items um, on a menu you put in a count. You could use the count function. So that's a pretty handy, um, pretty handy idea. What are the tools like functions? Um, but I'm trying to talk, talk about some of them that I think are going to make, you know, your life a lot easier. Uh, one of the other functions I think that's really cool is that blend function. So by using the len function, which is just, again, equals, then len, and I'll choose my, um, I'll choose my, I'll choose my cases before. And what it will do is it will tell me the length of that. Now, let's say I put the number two to one. Okay, what it does in my cell A4 is it counts the number, okay, that's actually in that particular cell. And for those of you that are just joining us, we're talking about Excel, and we're getting it a little more advanced, and we're going to more stuff on Excel than So I'm trying to give you some, I guess, little nuggets to digest about things, and then we can get more advanced with them on. So we're going to use the function, we're going to use the sign, and then we'll go ahead and type the function name, such as len, and then we'll pick the range. This is There's always variables. So in len, there's just one, which would be the cell. Now, let's say I wanted to – let's say I put nothing in the cell. Well, then it gives my end value a zero. Let's say I have the phone number, and let's say the phone number has 10 digits in it. Well, then my len value is actually going to be – Particular, uh, it's going to be it's going to be that particular range. So the nice thing about it is that it's very easy to use. It does work, does work on the fly, uh, so you don't have to worry about it. Now the thing you're probably wondering is, you know, John, how do operators comma? There's something called a comma, and there's something called a colon. Anytime you use a variable and you want you put you'll click on the first cell, or you can type, for example, B1 colon, 
and then the next one, and then that would be a region that actually just on, let's say, B6. So now, because I have in A3, I have set count. Three more of those cells. That's going to actually give me a count of four. Whether it has letters or it has numbers, it really doesn't matter. Um, if you specify by default, you're going to notice something because see, the, the cell was actually doing B1 to B10, right? Okay. So now if I not count anything that has a letter in it. So that's very interesting. So by default, I'm going to count um, what's in our particular, uh, it's going to count the number of cells that are not empty, which have numeric numbers in them. Now, if I have something, let's say I put the letter zero in there, okay? If I put the letter zero, let's say I have uh, another cell, and I'm going to go add, so right now we're currently at, uh, we're currently at seven, right? So, but remember something. I actually only did to be six. So I'm gonna come over here. I can change it, and I could say sum up to be twenty. So to be twenty, I'll go ahead and now I just the funny thing is, is that even if it's a zero or if it's a one, okay, which is kind of neat, or even if Considered, okay, a valid number. If I put a capital A, in there, but if there's if there's if there's something in the cell right now, like right now where we have one, two, three, and we have six. If I put a letter in there, okay, notice it does not anything right now. If I put another letter in below it, it does not change my count. So only numbers, ladies and gentlemen, actually affect my count. What I think that you will have. Uh, a lot of use for uh, as we move forward to some more advanced functions down the road. So let's for example, have another uh, another example I want to show you. So let's say I have um, I'm going to type in cell B. You're going to understand what I'm doing, but you can use any cells as long as you have the right reference point to them. They will work obviously fine. I'm going to type in 800. Okay, five five five. One, two, one, two, four-digit number. So if we wanted to do something called a right, so I'm going to do a right, R-I-G-T function, and I'm going to click on the B10 cell, close the bracket, I can click on it. And the thing about that is it takes the number, automatically the number of characters from a certain, certain point. Now, if I take, let's say instead of going right, let's say I only went, let's say I went left. So going left, it'll actually give me what I've got as well. Uh, so again, it counts the number from a certain point. So let's say we wanted to use, oh, I don't know, we'll use the function called, let's say we'll use the function called mid, okay? So mid is another, is another function we can use in Excel. And the reason you probably would want to use the uh, Excel uh, mid function, the real reason is it's going to give you um, so you're going to actually get, there's, there's three actually parts that we use right and mid. So you're going to get your starting number, and then you're going to get the number of characters. So the number, 
range, your starting number, and then the number of characters. So, for example, um, it actually returns a specific number of characters from a text string, starting at the start num. So, easy. Um, I'll go back here to my Excel and I'm going to use the, I'm going to use the, I'm going to make function and I'm going to start at, um, in this case, I'm at, I'm at my B10, okay, and, that's gonna be, and we're going to start at the second character and then I want to know the number of characters let's get four. can be used for, for quite a few different things. Um, you have your text, and then you have your number of characters. So you have your text, and then I want to go from, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to go from the third character, okay, and notice what it did for me. From the left, in the third character, so B10 said to go to, um, said to go to this particular position here. And then from there, it said, give me three from that. So we went from the mid. So the mid was 555. So now what it does, it still does the 800, but it gives me 555. Let's take a look at what actually the right function would do. Probably very similar to what you would expect, but the way the right function works is really cool. So the right function, let's do the right function. So we do equal sign right. And then instead of being B, it'll be 10, and we'll just put 1 there. So what that's going to do is it's going to go ahead and take it from It's going to show me one character. If I wanted to go ahead and put 3, it would give me 2, 1, 2. Now, here's where it gets powerful. Let's see we use the left function. Right? So I can use the left function and say give me the 3, and then it gives me for the, and then the mid does it from the center. So I think that when we use these functions, they you have to understand, you know, what they're going to be used for. And the most important thing, ladies and gentlemen, is you have to understand what it is that they're going to reference. Because if you don't understand what they're going to reference, then the function is going to really drive you really, really crazy. Yeah, that's pretty important is something called, it's actually called the trim function. Have any of you ever heard of the trim function before? Okay, well, the trim function um, has been around Excel as well. And the trim function... It takes the text from basically two of extra space. So you can do the same thing, but the way you use the trim function is you would just use trim, and then you'd use, for example, trim is before it would actually remove spaces, okay? And um, so trim text, uh, so the text from which it actually removes the spaces, the trim basically is a single space between words and no spaces. So you can trim, trim only one of the ASCII space character, uh, basically, let's And the text will contain non-breaking spaces, such as a 160 that you'll see in the web a lot of times. So again, trim function. I wanted to just give you a basic introduction to, you know, what trim is about. One of my favorites is concatenating. So let's just go ahead here. I'm back on my, uh, on my grid. And I'm just going to go highlight everything. I'm going to right-click on it. And then I'm going to say, and I basically have.
have a working grid again, and there's nothing on it. So I can now if I click at the top left corner, Jeffy will select my seat. I'll say clear contents, and that's a real quick and dirty way to select the entire work. Uh, in the first grid, I'm just going to go ahead and put as a heading here. I'm going to call it first name. The second one I'm going to put here. So now I can take, in my case, I'm going to call this Joe, so equal sign concatenate. And as you start typing, it automatically will show you the form as you know, the concatenate. That's you text strings into one text string, which I think is really, really cool. So concatenate, so it's open. And once I click on concatenate, I can very easily pick my function, so I'm going to pick A1, okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and do a comma because I want to concatenate A2 and B2, and then I'm going to go ahead and just enter out of that, and you're going to see it Joe Doe. Now, you probably don't want Joe Doe just to be there alone, so between comma, I'm going to go ahead and put in a uh, little quote, I'm going to put in a single quote. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go ahead and, and end it. And by doing that, uh, I, can add the, I can get a space. All right. So very easy, very, very simple. And um, you need for that, that function. So when we're thinking about concatenate, really all concatenate does, it's, it's a really simple function. It just allows us to have one or more cells basically combined together. So I did concatenate, I did A2, then I did a comma, then I got a space between them, another close quote, comma, B2, and that took the name Joe Doe. Now, let's say, for example, we know that we've done that before, right, many times. So I'm going to start an entire column, and I'm going to go ahead and add a middle name, middle name, okay? Make by dragging the top. I don't know, Joe, Joe Lodo, Joe Lomando. I don't know. Uh, now, to get that in the name, what we do is A2, okay? And right next to A2, we have our little little uh, uh, So right there, I'm going to put a comma in, and then I'm going to go ahead and I can just type if I want. I could just type in B2, okay? I could do that very easily. Then right after B2, I'm actually going to go ahead and put another quote, space, quote, comma, C to the track. Now when I look at it, Joe Loman Doe. So we can see very easily how it can concatenation So what's another powerful one? Um, another really powerful function Second name. 
be, let's say, the description. Okay. The third that's going to be the we'll just call it we'll call it the unit price. We'll keep it pretty simple, okay? So the first item is going to, we'll call it battle rockets, okay? <laughs> so the first item we'll we'll make this kind of I guess uh more for the July you know what summer, but um, I'll I'll make the first one bottle rockets, okay? Description Let's just say is uh, two ninety nine. Um, caps um, are cap, cap rocks, okay? And I'm gonna make them eleven ninety nine, okay? Uh, I'm gonna um, swing pop swing rocks, and you'll see why I'm doing this in a little bit. Fourteen ninety nine. Uh, that's all kind of fireworks, aren't they? Twenty five dollars each. And then I have another one here called um, Ground Snake. And that's uh, another one called Roman Candle. And that's $75. Okay. So, we can obviously take our unit price and just remember from the other. Uh, shows we talked about, just go ahead and select those. Right to left click, and I'm going to change them to currency so it looks a little bit nicer. So let's take a look at how the if function works. And I'm just going to go to A, I'm going to go to equals, I'm going to go to sum, okay, sum if for a specific criteria. So if we want to use the sum if command, I'm going to say. Criteria. So the criteria is used to determine which cells to add. So 
example, in, in my example, um, what I may want to do is I may want to do a – and I want to put in the word rock, okay? And then I could put in the word comma, and then I could do my sum ranges from C uh, – from C – let's put that in here like that, okay? And it's going to be really easy. Uh, but it's going to be able to read a certain column, and then based on that column, it's going to then check the something that has the word rock in it. That's why I made it rock, and I used something that didn't have rock. And then it's going to sum the last column, 2012, 2003, around 2007. I mean, it's been around for a while. A lot of people don't quite understand it. which items are going to be added criteria that can be a number. Um, so giving you another would be very, very simple. We take the range of the criteria, okay, and then based on that criteria, we then go and find, so range, and then we have criteria. So, for example, in our case, it's some if, okay, so you have, you're going to have range, then you're going to have your comma, okay, and then you're going to have your criteria. So in my case, my criteria is going to be rock, okay, comma, and then I'm going to have my sum range, which is A1, uh, C, C2, to C, And what it will do is it will automatically look for the word rock. So if it finds the word rock, okay, in there, it'll go ahead and find it. Now, here's the, the, the catch. Here's your catch with this.
If you have the word rock and you have a space in it, guess what? It's not going to work. So, if I have, in my case, if I have something called rock shoes, just for argument's sake, rock shoe, and I have something called rock, it's not going to work. So, what you have to do is you would have to do a wild card. If you do a wild card, then, um, so I go, I did ROC star dot star, okay? So most important thing is that if you have spaces, this is not working. That's probably the most, that's like the first thing I've got to tell you. And if you have other things in there, such as like it's, it, it, it's, it's not going to work. So I think the most important thing here you need to understand is that although it's very easy and very simple, if one little thing is out of whack with it, it's not working. <laughs> um, that's probably the best way to explain this to you. So in our case of our example, it took the word rock. So we have 2698, and that actually factors out from three of our numbers. We come up with that total. But I want you to understand that it has to have the word rock in it. It does not have the word rock in it starting. And it has something else after it. It's not going to tabulate it. I don't care what you do. So it's a really clever and a really, really good show. And Brian, it's time for a break, isn't it? Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you stay right where you are because we'll be right back after this quick break. Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the Jmore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, Jmore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. Jmore meets federally mandated data disposal policy. Call 877-767-5667 now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And with the and uh, just wanted to um, tell you what we're doing. We're talking about um, advanced a few people, I guess, confused because you know they're not part of the day-to-day office work. And all of a sudden, your boss comes and says, "Oh, you do this if this is the case, or only some these if it starts with this." And you're like, "Huh." Functions, um, the count function, where we can count uh, based on passing a parameter. And I remember, you have to use the equal sign, which automatically opens the, the ability to, to use an equation. Then you just type in the word count. And remember, count uses your value. So if I use count and I wanted to count, let's say, everything in my inventory list, I could do A1. And then I remember, if I do count from that to the other. If I do a dot dot and I do to the end of it, it's going to count everything um, in that list. So again, very, very simple, uh, very, very easy to use, uh, be, uh, a pretty uh, pretty great, um, a pretty good thing to do. Um, you can do it that way, you can do it top bottom. Uh, you can specify your own range if you really want to do that. Um, so again, it's 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 a handy little thing, but we're at the count function. We're at 
outcome, she will only tabulate stuff that has a numeric value in it. So a positive number. So if I say one to a seven, it's going to come up with zero because they're all words in there, right? But if I went and did c two to the range of seven, okay, comes up with six. Why? Because they have numeric values. Count function works. A lot of people use these functions. Oh, it's not working. It's not that it's not working. You have to understand that a function is written for a specific purpose. If you're out of what it's designed to do, it's just going to cause you a lot of nightmares. Now, remember we talked to you about the function the LEN function, remember? Very good function. The LEN function returns the number of characters in a string. So all we have to do is we can put a Okay, um, but keep in mind that if you want to use a hard word like word, for example, you have to put that word in quotes because it does not understand the word word. It's looking for a variable. We won't get into that today. If I go ahead and put in a it'll give me I have four because the cell has four in it. It doesn't matter whether the cell has less in it or has numbers in it. When uh, and I take C2, which is a numeric one, count the dollar sign. It just counts uh, the one, two, three, and it counts the decimal point. The uh, we talked a little about before this review. So it turns the specified number of characters from the end of a string. Keep in mind the number of characters by, say, right. So you're going to have your location, which for argument's sake, let's say you didn't want it to be a cell, you wanted it to just be low. You could put below and the rest. But normally you'd always put it by a cell, such as A1 or whatever your specific references. So that's how it works. So the first one is going to be text, and then the next is going to be the number of characters, so it goes from the right. The left will do from the left, and then the mid will do from the mid. And trim is very handy. The trim will remove all spaces from text except for single spaces between words, okay? The other function of the interior portion of the set data values, don't get confused with that. You just want trim, but there is a trim. Don't use that one because it doesn't work. I'll talk about that one right now. So the sum if command, which we, we learned a very useful way. So sum command does just alone, right? So let's suppose I only want to sum things that start with the word
argument's sake, I'm going to put the word here, Whistler. Okay? And Whistler is $25. Let's say I make something else here called Whistler. Okay? It automatically added the so very wrong if you just remember so ladies and gentlemen, you cannot have spaces, it will kill you. Incidentally, all formulas are automatically uppercase. If you try to come in here and let's just say some lowercase, okay, it automatically will put it in uppercase. So don't worry if you put it in lowercase, the automatic uh, Excel formula will stick Fourth game, 
you didn't do so good. You got a 77, and your fifth game, can't really So, what we can do is we can go down to one of our cells, or we can go wherever we want on the sheet, and we can say bowling average. Okay? Or bowling average. And uh, next to that, we can say equals. Okay? So, what we're going to do is we're going to take of the range, okay? So in our case, we're going to take the sum A1 through A5. Ladies and gentlemen, that actually gives us the um, the sum. But let's put sum in parentheses. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to take the sum and we're going to divide it by you got it. You could use we say count. See how this works, ladies and gentlemen? Count. Okay. And I'm going to say count A1. Okay. To A5. Okay. And what we can do, okay, by us doing that works really well because now we can take the count function, okay, and we actually can divide that. Okay, by the total. And what you'll see is it actually uh, works really well. So let's start from this. So we're going to take it from equals. We're going to say count. Okay, just count. Um, left, we're going to go A1. So that's going to give us, that gives us that we have five. Okay. So if this if you want to break it down, because maybe you don't know. You could say a top number of scores, a number of games. Put five games, right? So now you want to get bowlers. So now you want to actually, that's the number of games. So now we want to get bowlers average. Okay? So all we do is we take equals. We take the sum of one dot dot. 2A5, okay, that's going to give us the sum. That's not going to give us the 5, okay, everybody see that, ladies and gentlemen? Divided by the sum. And by us doing that, we will go ahead and we would get our average. So let me let me just repeat that again. So we have our sum. So our game is, 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 uh, is, is this right here, okay? So we take the sum, and that's one part. So now we divide the sum divided by B. Okay, in our case, it's B10, right? Uh, B10. Okay, and my average was an 85.60. You can do this with bowling, you can do this in, in a couple steps. But if you want to do this all in one formula, you can, and as you get That we have, so we could take the we could take the count function, okay? So I'll take the count function of a one dot dot a five, okay? So here's our count function. Wonderful. Now next to our count function, and by the way, we can go up top if it's a little easier for you. This is our count function. Now I want to go ahead and take the count function and divide it by, okay? You got it. One to divide the sum of a one. To A5. 
that going to work, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. So we've got the sum. So the sum of this number, okay? So we've got the sum of A and A5. But what we have to do is we actually have to take this uh, in reverse order. Okay, so we're going to take our sum first, okay? It's not going to work out mathematically right. And then we take out, and then we're going to take our count function, okay? Count function. And we're going to take A1, so we're going to get basically our count function is going to give us the number of games that we have. And based on that, ladies and gentlemen, we want to get our average, okay? So you see how easy the counted function is? It actually, I showed you what I do is do a real commercials, and we've got time for one more commercial, and I'll be right back after this to finish up about sales differences and take some more Are you having challenges with your servers crashing? Having issues with large file transfers? Is your system always getting attacked by viruses and spyware? Or are your workstations always slow? Jmore is the solution. Jmore has nearly 20 years of experience helping small businesses to large corporations manage their technology. At Jmore, we specialize in engineering technology to grow your business. Watch out for those promising you support for a low price. When troubles arise, you want the expertise of the Jmore connection behind you to run your business while you get a good night's sleep. Visit us on the web today at jmore.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. If you just joined us, we're kind of deep below the surface of Excel, explaining about some of those advanced functions that uh, many of your employers want you to know. They expect you to know when you come in. You know how to sum a column and you know how to add two cells together. Uh, Excel's got a little more tricky than that, especially when you have specific functions, chemical functions, stuff like that. And, uh, you need to incorporate those into an Excel sheet so that the sales team actually doesn't have to uh, go through figuring out they just fill out certain cells. And they can even lock the sheet so they can't change anything, and they can only just input certain data, and then it just very nice and pretty puts out those. So it's really easy how easily how we can just take the sum of, let's say, a, if it's a basketball game or a football or a bowling or the average, and what people get. Now, if we were trying to actually get the person's batter's average, there's about six or seven steps to do that. I'm not going to do that with you right now. But we could do that in terms of steps. So I would like if something seems complicated, just chunk at it, okay? Take a little piece at a time. Um, this is always told me in college that, you know, sometimes a project seems really monumentous to do. And it is. It can be really challenging. All you have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is just think about one part of the problem. And once you understand one part of the problem, then you can tackle that, and then from there you can move on to other stuff. So um, real-world examples. So we have the bowling scores. Uh, you can do uh, differences. Okay, so maybe you want to calculate, uh, like I said, we talked about the battering averages. Maybe you want to go ahead and calculate the between um, sales in your company, and you can do that in Excel. Percentages are very easy and very simple. What I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, is um, it's relative to any math equations. You know, when you have something there, and you know, you, you have your function on one side, and you have your other function. You can use your 
when you need to take something, and let's say I wanted to take the sum and the count, I want to take the, that that because that's one answer. I want to take, let's say the answer. I just I wanted to figure out. I don't know. Let's just say hypothetically, I wanted to figure out the average of all the games. With one parentheses, and let's say the average was over four for four quarters or something, and then I automatically took my average chapters. And you need to work with that. And, and, and Excel will tell you a lot of times if you made a mistake with a parenthesis. Um, when you have your inside parentheses, they show up as red, and your outside parentheses show up as black. So very easy, very simple, and very going to make uh, life really easy for you. I guess my only question to you is, you know, why are you not using formulas? So, <laughs> When, when we think about formulas and we can think about, you know, how a formula can work, um, you know, we can do things like do a cube formula, we can do a formula, we can go ahead and do an engineering formula. Uh, there's so many other things we can use, such as if we wanted to do uh, a formula to do opt, opt, um, opt to, to binary, or maybe we want to do um, opt to decimal, okay? Uh, so these are, you want to do a bit shift. Uh, those are those are pretty, uh, or uh, pretty much is uh, is is really easy. All I do is put the number in my case 128, and then the number of characters to use. So I'm going to say uh, use 10 characters, and I'll say okay, and there I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Already there, and I just converted that. 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 6, 4, 28, 128. So 1, 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 16, 4, 128. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. In the 8th bit, uh, again, not to get into computers here, we're here. Uh, Use it overnight. You see yourself as a lot easier. So I'm going to use you 
and the coach asks you to figure out all the team's averages. And you have a hundred on the team being clubs and etc. And traveling players, varsity and JV. And your job as a team manager, uh, because the coach isn't really going to do this, or equipment manager, usually they give it to equipment, equipment manager, you have to figure out the batting averages uh, or the sports and try to go through all this. So you say they'll tell you to build a little Excel program, you put it all together. Otherwise, you're going to be cranking this out all the time. Okay, just in your pocket and updating everything real time, very quick, very easily. And the nice thing is you can even deploy these things right to a website. So with Excel because it, it's not a hard program. What happens with Excel that gets challenging is that you try to get something but you don't necessarily know what it is it's looking for to get that answer. Um, I'll give you a perfect example. You know, you want to be able to uh, let's say go to the restroom or you want to be able to find a restaurant or maybe you want to be able to buy something or convert money and that's your end goal. However, you have no idea how to communicate this book about what you're talking about. So no idea other than pointing and being creative. Same thing here. If there's a and you don't know how to use it or what it's going to require to give you the output, okay, then you're going to have, have a problem. I think it's and whether we're talking about cotangents, uh, cosine, we're talking about uh, differential equations or um, calculus, plottings, tangents, you know, it's all relative. And that's still a little bit way down the road. But I want to let you know that Excel is a great program and you can actually use whatever you become more comfortable, you're going to want to maybe explore a function or maybe explore something because time in Excel to do it, that's going to be a pain, right? Or if you just did something in Excel and it saved a lot of time to try to go seven or six, is that really the computer? No, it isn't. So what you can actually do is you can create these formulas that are you can make them even more complicated than that. The challenge is just realizing what you're doing and where you're isolating your parentheses. You probably all remember the rule, please excuse my dear Aunt Sally from algebra, right? It's no different. The computer just needs to know what you did first. If it sees two parentheses and another two cents, we obviously know what to do. But if it sees one and the other, it doesn't know what to do. If we encase everything in parentheses, then it's expecting something else to happen. So it's just there is another, another argument after that multiplication, division, etc. So I hope you found um, um, radio show interesting and calculating with Excel a little bit more advanced than I know maybe some of you wanted to get. But, you know, the way you actually learn, ladies and gentlemen, is by taking the envelope and pushing it just a little bit further. I'm not telling you to become rock scientists. But what I am telling you to do is just get a little bit out of your comfort zone. And you see, each time you get a little bit more out of your comfort zone, just a little bit, it's going to be hard. But the nice thing about getting out of your comfort zone is next time you're going to be more comfortable. But then don't stay where you are. 
keep pushing them a little bit. Because if you're ever too comfortable, then you're not growing and not learning anymore. And the whole point of life is to keep learning. So okay, um, I hope you've enjoyed this. Uh, this has been a great show for me. I always love explaining to you about all the great things that are out there. So this has been a wonderful night. I wish you all a wonderful, very happy, healthy, and a safe week. Enjoy the cold weather. And I will see you next Monday. That's Halloween. Yes, I'll be here at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And, yes, we are changing our show in January. But not in January. It will probably give you more details. Because I know we're taking away from Monday Night Football. I'm so sorry about that. But i got to go, ladies and gentlemen. From all of us at the Jaymore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the Jaymore Radio Show and call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air too. The Jaymore Connection, we're engineering technology to grow your business and you can chat with us right now at jmor.com. Or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by, and have a great night.